Hi, welcome to Fake Believe. This is Rachel, the co-host who still has all of her appendixes. I'm only here for a brief announcement. First, did you know that bi-weekly means both every two weeks and twice a week? And bi-monthly means every two months and twice a month? Lucky for us, there's a difference between biannual and biennial, but that doesn't actually matter here. The point is, those terms are rendered functionally useless because you almost always have to clarify which meaning you mean, so it makes it harder to say what you mean, but not to mean what you say. And what I mean to say is Stacy and I will be switching for the time being to a bi-weekly posting schedule of our episodes. Now, before you get so excited that you drop that wrench on your face, I mean the once every two weeks meaning, not the twice a week meaning. So for now, you can expect our episodes to appear every other Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. And to help ease you through the disappointment, here's a bonus, a cutting room floor side note about an unsolved mystery that was actually on Unsolved Mysteries about a member of Stacy's family, not me. So I've heard of Unsolved Mysteries, but I don't think I've ever actually seen an episode. So I thought that I was going to watch an entire 45-minute episode on El Chupacabra. But when I clicked on it, I realized that in the promo, there were a lot more things that they were going to talk about. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'll just watch my Still fine. small yeah. segment. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just watching like the, the intro promo type thing, with the, like the teaser. And then all of a sudden... They talked about this woman named Doris Duke. Now, I'm actually related to Doris Duke. <gasps> yeah. Wait, does that mean I'm related to Doris Duke? No, because this <sighs> is on my father's side. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So my grandmother, my paternal grandmother's maiden name was Duke. And Doris Duke, her her father was a tobacco tycoon. Like he he owned a monopoly on the tobacco company. So, okay, I don't condone that because I very much hate tobacco and smoking and everything. However, that's how he made his money. And he ended up dying when Doris was only 12 years old. Oh, no. And she inherited millions of dollars, <gasps> like so much money. Actually, some of this went to his, I guess, half-nephew, which was my great-grandfather. So where's your cut? Nowhere. And I'll tell you why. Because so a little bit of it went to my great grandfather. They bought a house and and a Ford. That that was the their big purchases. That's what they it was around like ten ten grand or something like that. But most of the money went to Doris. Doris only had one child who died at childbirth and she she just really had nobody else. Eventually she was introduced to somebody and his name escapes me right now i always remember it at the most random times but i just remember he had a ponytail it was it was so like early 90s <laughs> his his whole thing because she ended up she died right before i was born but there was like a court case happening when i was born so she died around the time that my brother was born however she ended up leaving all of her money to this butler and there have been people, like other um, housekeepers and personal chefs and everyone that are like, 
she never liked this guy. There's no reason for her to leave all of this money to him. And again, she had a lot of money. She was insanely rich. And I'm not bitter about not receiving any of the money i swear um it's just it's it's a very interesting story but we we did kind of come to find out through watching unsolved mysteries that she may have been murdered oh my gosh (laughs) so um do you think do you think the butler did it oh yeah if anybody did it it was definitely the butler and it's just like it's such a perfect story the way that it's all set up Basically, he was trying to convince her to... She was, like, in her 80s, and he was trying mm-hmm. to convince her to get plastic surgery. And that's how John Rivers died, under the knife, you know? Like, you know, <laughs> it's it's not really wise if you're a certain age to be to be getting plastic surgery. But she didn't go through with it. You know why? No. I can't she even guess. She broke her hip. Oh. She broke her hip. During sex? Um, with the butler? No. No, with a fall. Oh. <laughs> I wish it was that steamy. It's not steamy, but it is interesting. So, um, you know, she broke her hip. She went to the doctor, and they were trying to get her on rehab. And funny enough, that's, like, what my mother does is, you know, like, occupational therapy. And she works with physical therapists and everything. So it's very important to start moving again after you're at a healing point. So when you can start moving, then you have to. Well, they sent her back home, and they took her off of that. So they no longer had her working to get better. They had her and off of the therapy? Off of the therapy, okay. yes. And then they made her, well, some people say they made her. Some people say that she did it of her own free will. But she ended up redoing her will while she was kind of incapacitated. Oh. And they said that they ended up having to, like, prop her up and, like, put their hand under her wrist, her limp wrist, and, like, kind of make her sign this Like in will. Schitt's Creek. I haven't seen it, but yes. <laughs> you haven't seen it? You have to see it. Okay. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> so that's kind of what, what happened as far as the will goes. But then um, she was on all of these pain medications. And then there were times when she was knocked out. Like, she was unconscious mm-hmm. and they'd call the doctor and they'd say you know she's in a lot of pain she needs more pain meds and the doctor would order more even though you know if you're if you're sleeping you're fine right right and they weren't doing anything to help her get better they were just doing like end of life kind of care mm-hmm. so they end up putting her on this insane morphine drip a lot of it a lot of it and then at one point the doctor told everybody Miss Duke is going to die tonight. (gasps) Like, how do you know that? Well, being the woman that she was, she did not die that night. Go Duke. Go Miss Duke. Yeah, go Miss Duke. But unfortunately for Miss Duke, they just kept upping the the morphine and everything that she was on. So she did end up passing away. That night or like a couple days later? Like the next day. So they said she was going to die one night. She didn't die until the following night. And then there was a nurse that was like, she did not seem to be in pain, but I was following the doctor's orders. I was giving them what what she needed. But then people were saying they didn't trust that nurse's testimony in the affidavit because she was stealing millions of dollars worth of valuables from her clients. Oh my gosh. So there is absolutely no way to tell the truth. There's no way to know for sure if she was murdered or if 
if this testimony was even true. I mean, you could be a thief but still tell the truth. There's no way to know. And to make it even crazier, the butler has died. Was he a Freemason? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. I bet you he was. Part of me wants to, like, learn more about all of this and be like, listen, I'm not after any money. I I could give two shits about this money. I mean, I'm in it for the story. (laughs) Why not story and money? There is nothing left. If you had a murder plot, you are not saving that money. (laughs) You're spending it. If you killed a woman for her money, you're fucking spending it. The Duke fortune is gone. (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, just... And and I wasn't even expecting to see anything like this when I was searching for El Chupacabra. So did you already know Miss Duke was part of your family and then you happened to see her on this yes. show? As My dad talked about her quite often. Um, he also really liked the story. Um, he had mentioned that, you know, some shady stuff might have gone down, but he never really went into detail. And I think part of that is because nobody really talked about it. Um, there would, you know, in his family, there would be like hush hush whispers of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I talked to my mom and my cousin, and I was like, Do you guys know anything about Doris Duke? And they were like, Yeah, your dad and his sister would talk about it all the time. And then I mentioned the murder plot, and they were like, What? So I sent them the episode, and I watched it with my mom, and we were just like, What? Was, <laughs> even though I'd already seen it, I was still just shocked. It was such a cool. Thing. And it was really funny, too, hearing them say, like, Doris Duke and James Buchanan Duke. Because, like, I've heard these stories growing up. Mm-hmm. And I knew that she had left all of her money to the butler. Because I remember asking my dad one time when I was little, I was like, well, why aren't we rich? <laughs> and he was like, because she gave it all to her butler. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> there are very few reasons to give your entire fortune to your butler. Right. It's- and especially somebody that, from other accounts, you weren't that close with right you know but that could be like they were hiding it and like pretending like they weren't close to hide their illicit love affair or he murdered her or both well i forget his first name but his last name was lafferty and she would call him rafferty as in like riff rafferty oh burn like, sh- yeah right miss <laughs> duke yeah that's too far <laughs> right so like <laughs> You know, she would say things like that, but honestly, like, they didn't really seem like they were a couple or anything. I mean, she was much older than he was, and I don't know. It, it's just kind of a... It's it's just one of those mysteries, you know? It was in Unsolved Mysteries because it's like nobody was ever charged with anything because everything was circumstantial. There was no actual evidence or proof that she was murdered and because she had she was already elderly and in pain one could make the argument that she was given all of these pain medications because she was in pain and her her poor little frail body just couldn't take it but another could argue that she was this badass that was like no you're not going to kill me but then they just kept pumping her full of drugs and she couldn't fight it as long as as long as she wanted to so Lots of avenues to take. It's a conspiracy right. we can figure out. <laughs> well, if I find any updates, I'll make sure to report them here. Thank you. But <laughs> as far as I know, um, it's kind of an open and shut case. I mean, she was old. And even if she was persuaded to give all of her money to her butler, that doesn't necessarily mean that she was murdered. 
but (laughs) (laughs) I'm still a little curious. Me too. (laughs) Me too. There's got it. There's a story there. There's gotta be. Well, I'll figure it out at some point. This week's episode was brought to you by prefixes and appendixes. And just in case you're curious, biennial means taking place every other year. Well, biannual means occurring twice a year. Neither of those terms reflects the frequency at which you ought to tell someone new about fake belief, which is either bi-weekly or bi-weekly. Your choice.